Welcome to the Managing Your Multi-Passionate Life Show. Your host, Carol Dixon Carr, is an educator of and a participant in many eclectic subjects, and she loves it that way. Each week, she'll bring you episodes and stories on how you can navigate those multiple passions while managing your mental, spiritual, physical, and emotional energy in your life as a whole. So here's Carol. Yes, Carol's here, and so is the lovely Alicia Myronic. She is the creator of the fun new word, Myrony. My plus irony. Isn't that cute? <laughs> and that can be explained as the crazy coincidences that happen in life we can't explain. And there's also another word for sign or synchronicity. Her strong spiritual connection and tenacity is what helped her through some of those very dark days, which we will hear about shortly. Man, I was just like, wow, and she's such a powerful woman. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> anyway, it's really, thanks, it's really thanks to those dark days that allowed her to connect to her superpower that she calls her spiritual spidey sense. Her podcast, That's Myrony, along with her spiritual coaching and mentoring programs, help her clients experience wonderful breakthroughs. And so... I'll put the rest of the other cool information about her in the show notes. But yeah, thank you for coming on the show. Welcome. Uh, thank you so much, Carol. I am so happy. I, I like to say it's divine irony that connected us mm-hmm. because, you know, we, we were just talking about before we started recording is like, wait, how did we connect? And we connected through, now I wrote it down so I wouldn't screw it up, profitable podcaster formula with our friends, Michelle Abraham and Evans Put- Putnam. And, you know, it was just, I will say my spiritual spidey sense said, do this course. And I love the fact that you didn't even have your podcast yet. And you did the course. Yeah. And now we're friends and now we're able to collaborate. And, you know, it's just, it's so much fun. So thank you so much for, for asking me to be a guest. Absolutely. After I was listening to your story, I said, wow, we have a lot of parallels. I was thinking about the date with the restaurant. Let me shut up. I'm going to let you tell that story. (laughs) And it's a wild one. We have so many parallels and I'm so excited for you to be a co-author of the book that the, the book compilation that is going to be around solely around Myronies is called Got Myrony Life is Good Book One. And we're going to be launching that on August 22nd of 2021. So I'm just so excited for you to be an author to share your story because oh my goodness, when we when we interview you for, for my podcast, that's Myrony. You got some crazy myronies, gotta say. So. <laughs> <For> sure. <laughs> definitely, but when you definitely. talk about parallels, and you know, that's actually the concept of myrony for everyone listening, is that we we have these crazy coincidences we can't explain. But there's so many people out there that literally have similar stories. And so the idea with myrony is, I mean, it is funny. Everyone has these myronic experiences, just not the way I spell my last name, since that's actually how it's pronounced. But it's more the fact of like, I want it to be in everybody's vocabulary like selfie is because myrony is actually the antithesis or, or else the opposite of selfie. And myrony, it, like what if we could create this, you know, people start sharing their myronies in addition to their selfies on social media. We have a whole new form of content we can connect to on a global basis. And that's ultimately my goal with myrony. That's really cool. That's super cool. and. Like I said, your story is such a wild one. And I know you have had a series of eclectic interests and gifts. I learned about that as I was listening to when you were interviewed and then just as you insert things that you talk about on your solo shows, et cetera. And I'm like, wow, she's done a lot of things that I've done. (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, so, you know, I know you've had a lot of eclectic interests and gifts. And so before we get into that wild story, yeah, wow. <laughs> I would just love to for you to tell us a little bit of those gifts and talents beyond just being incredibly intuitive and tuned in and that kind of thing. But I know that music is one of those things that you like. There are other things too, so I will shut up and let you talk. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, it's it's funny, you know, I'm one of those, I mean, I'm a Virgo, so Virgos, they, they, they're kind of like to be overachievers, but maybe a little too hard on themselves sometimes. So I've always wanted to do like the, the best, like be the best of the best I can be for myself. So, I mean, I do, I love, I love singing. I always wanted to be a singer, but no, nah, I don't have the, I don't have the talent for that, you know? <laughs> to get on stage and, and perform but you know I, it's our you know those gifts and abilities that we have truly my I believe my my biggest ability and gift at this point in my life is being able to connect on this spiritual intuitive side I had no idea that I had this gift known as claircognizance which is the gift of knowing so for anybody uh, for those listening the gift of knowing is kind of like when you're going through life and you feel like you're blindfolded but you just know you're supposed to do certain things you know you're meant to go a certain direction you're you know you're meant to talk to this person the whole idea with manifesting is being an action of it and that is what myrony is as you see a sign you trust whatever that intuitive pull or that gut reaction is and then there's an action and it's usually to connect with somebody since it's all about connection of, with people than necessarily things and, but what's really funny is my story actually goes back to when I was 16 years old. I was, I grew up in Northern New Jersey, right outside of New York city. And there was this strong pull to go to university of Delaware. I'd never been to the state. I had no idea why I wanted to go. And I only applied to two colleges. Like who does that? Me apparently, because I don't, I, I, I applied to Penn state and I applied to university of Delaware. I got waitlisted at Penn state. And so there I was going to Delaware. I believe my higher self was like, you were meant to follow this path and this path is going to get really rough. <laughs> yeah. But that's how this story actually happened where I, when my rainy first showed up was when I was born, engaged and married in the same hospital. How does that happen? My father was terminally ill where he was in hospice care. And it just so happened that, you know, this all happened in, the, in that hospital. So I don't want to go too much into that story because it's a little bit of a long one. But if you go to the first episode of my podcast, that's Myrony. Right. And you listen to it. It's called Discover Myrony and Your Inner Superpower. And I want everybody to start tapping into this superpower. I like to call it my spiritual spidey sense because I literally have no idea why I do the things that I do sometimes. But they seem to really sh work out well. Actually, most of my guests on my podcast say literally I meet them and I'm like, oh, I'm supposed, would you like to be on it? I feel like Chicken Little, not where the sky is falling, people are falling. They're all falling into place. So it is really fun. But I mean, I did go through some really, really dark times because, you know, after my dad passed, I, I then bought a restaurant and I had a crazy situation with my then husband where he ended up leaving me 11 months into our marriage that that was just devastating. And then I had to work with him every single day and just so much drama going on. And I tried to kill myself because you, I mean, it was just how can you go through all that? I mean, the wedding that I ended up having ended up being like the wedding of my dreams that I was able to throw together in six days. And then it falls apart less than a year later. 
that's a lot, that's a lot to deal with, but the gift, but the truth is I'm actually grateful for everything that happened, but the gift was, is that I was able to tap into my father's energy when my life was falling apart. And without that higher awareness, and it's like, okay, how did that happen? And I was like, I don't know. I can't explain it. I was being given messages and people could say, did you really receive these messages? To me, I received them. And so I, anybody, when we lose our loved ones, they do communicate with us. And I believe they communicate with to us through my Rooney. So pay attention to those when you hear a song and you think that it's being played for you, or you see, I see it through license plates all the time. I'm always yeah. clapping being like, good job, everyone up there. Like, how do you do it? How can you make that show up exactly when you need it? It's, it's kind of miraculous, but it's also fun. There's also like this like magical feel to it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I want to, sh- I want people to start embracing the magic of life too. And I, I truly believe through, through my pain is how I'm eventually, or it's how I'm meant to help people who are going through their pain, because unless we go through it ourselves, how can we truly help someone else? So yeah, for sure. I'm grateful for it all. And my irony, I feel has just been a divinely given word to me because for those, since this is a podcast, I have a logo with a, I call him Winky. And Winky is how I represent God as love with an awesome sense of humor. <laughs> right? <laughs> there's always humor with the ironies. Oh, and the mm-hmm. other thing that I'm trying to show people is that our higher selves, if we want to say our higher selves are the masochists. It's not God. God just allows it to happen. And we, we go through what we go through because we want to have that greater understanding. But I truly believe that greater understanding is so that we can help others. Yes, absolutely. I remember when I was having my dark months a months of the soul felt like years even though it was months in 2009 like there's a reason for this I'm pretty sure there's a reason well empathy so I know there's empathy for sure I'm like okay this is my life and I don't really like it right now but I'm sure this is just a port in this room right you said that you tried to end it I'm glad you didn't and and I yeah there are a couple of people I know personally that tried and did not succeed and I'm just like phew so what was the, yeah. what gave you the strength? What was your little spidey sense that told you, yeah, I tried, but maybe, maybe don't try too hard. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny that you ask it in that way, because I've always been one of those people that I would go so far. I've dealt with chronic pain. I had really severe fibromyalgia when I was 18 years old from a car accident I was in when I was 17 that triggered it. And I mean, it was, it was horrific pain. I would end up in the emergency room all the time, but before I would go to the emergency room, I would try to basically take care of it myself with lots of alcohol, sometimes drugs, like anything to kill the pain. And I always had the wherewithal that if I had gone too far, I always knew how to pull myself back. So even with drinking, even though I was an absolute alcoholic, and I'm actually of the mindset that if you, when you're an alcoholic, you're not always an alcoholic. If you choose to be that way, for those that don't ever want to have another drink again, sure, great. But my thing is, is does it control me or do I control it? And so I will absolutely admit I was a straight up alcoholic for years. But then I found the balance. And so I always knew how to pull myself back. Well, when this happened, it was actually, it was similar to an Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston triangle. That was what I was involved in. And my ex, he was with this other girl. She became pregnant. I had to see him every single day. That's when I lost my mind. Yeah. And 
I remember when that day happened, I was drinking, I, I had wine. I probably had like two bottles at that point, being honest. Oh. I, took a, <laughs> I took a sleeping pill. So I didn't take like a massive amount of sleeping pills and I took a bath. And I remember putting my hands up in the air and just saying, I can't do this anymore. And like, I don't want to die, but I just don't know how to live anymore. And at this time, I had this connection to my, my father's energy. So that was what was like, the, was one of my biggest saving grace. But when I was in that moment, I mean, I was saved where I woke up in a cold bath and I was like, oh my God, Alicia, you know, I was kind of like Cher and Moonstruck, like snap out of it, like oh, right. you can't do this. And so that gave me the strength to keep going. But then my greatest gift was the biggest irony is my friend who took my wedding pictures again at the hospital I was born in gave me this book, Many Lives, Many Masters by Dr. Brian Weiss the day before she moved away. And that book saved my life. Okay. That book gave me answers that I had always searched for. Mm -hmm. And it, it showed really God is love just was missing the awesome sense of humor part. I guess I had to add that with my ring. But, <laughs> but it, it, it was kind of like, it, it really made me like want to figure out why did my higher self choose this crazy life? And I believe when we're in those really dark places, if we can look from that higher self perspective, that is how we pull ourselves out of it. And so it's become my mission ever since I got that book. I've given over 300 of these books away personally and so I hope with the platform of, of That's My Irony to be able to share this with millions of people because you never know what that spark is going to be for somebody else, what that catalyst is going to be that's literally going to transform their life. And so I hope through my pain and, you know, and others that I know you've been through so much pain, it's through our pain that it's through those ugly parts of our story. And that's the power of what we're able to do as podcasters is share this authentic raw side to ourselves because it's not the beautiful fun side that people connect to it's it's kind of the ugly dark side but it's how we get through it it's kind of like i love the metaphor of we're in a dark tunnel but there's a light at the end we just can't see it and we just have to keep taking a step forward and moving and moving closer and eventually we'll see that that break of light. And then eventually it's just shining through on us. And that's when we know we've gotten to the other side. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I know that a lot of your healing is the spiritual journey. A lot of mine is through like explicit creativity. Although I see that there's a lot of creativity in what you do, although it shows up as the spiritual, if you know what I mean. So it's really cool to, to witness and watch. It's really, really cool. What would you, before I ask any more questions, I just, I have to laugh at the, the irony of the August 20 something or other. Well, you, you said that the, I think the restaurant, I don't know if you said it on this show yet. So my rest, my former restaurant was called 821. And I always say on August 21st of 2004, I challenged God. And on August 22nd, that was the day I got married, God showed up. And why I say that is because on August 21st, it was like torrential downpour. And the, and the wedding was going to be in this courtyard of this, um, of this hospital. 
And my dad was in too much pain to be moved outside of the hospital. And so this torrential downpour, I mean, like sheets of rain on the East Coast, you know, I'm now in San Jose, California. So I, I know the difference in weather of like East Coast and West Coast right. and just sheets of rain. Everybody's like, what are you going to do? And I actually said the words, if there truly is a God, he will not take this away from my father. Now, what's so interesting about that is at that time, I was a total universe girl. I had turned against God because of religion, not saying there's anything wrong with religion, but I had gone from one extreme to the other. And so for me to have even used those words was really interesting. Well, the next day, I now like to say God showed up because there was not a drop of rain, not a cloud in the sky no humidity that is unheard of and it was in the mid 70s it was literally a california day in new jersey <laughs> at the end of august unheard of and i believe i was shown this day because of how bad my life was going to like the turn of events that was going to happen and again anybody wants to hear this but i ended up losing both my parents i went through you know this very difficult uh divorce bankruptcy because of my former restaurant when the economy took a dive in 08 and lost everything. I dealt with, you know, alcoholism, prescription drug abuse because of extreme pain. I had a full hysterectomy when I was 33. Like you just, you want to talk about, I was in a walking boot for nine months because I developed another nerve problem called reflex sympathetic dystrophy. That's what led to my prescription drug abuse or drug addiction. I mean, so I, I can't even express how much my higher self was like, oh my God, there's some major lessons you're going to learn, but we're going to like almost kill you in the process. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> it does not make you stronger. Will not, what does what not doesn't kill you? kill you makes you stronger. Yeah, oh yeah, for good. sure. Kelly Clarkson. But, you know, the one, the one thing I want to point out is that I'm actually grateful for it all. If someone said you could have had this very simple life be happily married with this, this soulmate love. Cause he was a good soulmate of mine. And I also realized that we have more than one. So, you know, I'm, I'm wait, I'm, I know I'm, I'm going to find my, my next one, yeah. but if, if someone said you could have that or have the awareness and be able to help people the way you're going, you're helping them now, I would not give up what I have, you know, what I have now. Do I want to go through it again? No. <laughs> I don't blame you. That's, and that's where I want to show people what took me years of being on this. Uh, I like to call it the squirrel cage Ferris wheel of life, you know, where it's spinning out of control in a giant circle. I want to get people off that crazy ride in a matter of weeks versus the years it took me. And that's the other side of what I do. That's really cool. What was the turning point? Because there, that's a lot of challenge. Holy, and I know more than you, you haven't shared at all. I know that there was more. It's like, holy crap. And look at her. She's such a beacon <laughs> of light now. It's really cool. <laughs> well, you know, it was actually the Myrony. So I would see the numbers of 821, 822, the other numbers, 829. That was the day my dad passed away. So I'm trying to remember what number connection you were thinking of in August. Well, August, because August 20th was my, I got married. So it's very interesting. And now it's publicly being out there. And if anybody wants to hear this very spiritual side on my friend's podcast called Sense of Soul, I just gave an interview that came out on February 22nd. So whenever people hear this, it was 222 of 21. And I don't know how this happened, but I had a spiritual experience where I literally spent 24 hours with God, God energy, whatever you want to say. 
And, you know, people are like, oh, how could that be? Well, when something like that happens, you, you just don't deny it. And which is really funny because remember, I was a total universe girl. How did that happen? Well, I got to listen to the story. But why that number is significant is because a year after this experience, I met someone who I was meant to connect with. And uh, she ended up channeling these profound messages, but I'm the one that knows what to do with these messages. And it was on August 20th, 2016, that the first message was channeled. And it was one foot leads straight, the other is misguided. Both are necessary and will always be present. Make sure to follow the straight foot because it's the fastest path to your destiny. That is why that date is connected. And how beautiful you get, you, you're connected to that first beautiful, profound message. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's pretty wild. That was, yeah, you said August 20th, 2016. So that was 22 years of marriage for us at that point. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's your wedding date is August 20th? Yeah. Oh my God. I love it even more. Yeah. Yeah. We were, and you said that August 20, 20th, 2016. So that would, yeah, that would put us and at 22 years. That would be 22 years because everything is a yeah. 22 is the number around anything. And I will, I will say this to the listeners too, is that, you know, cause I might be like, well, it sounds blasphemous. I actually connect all these numbers that I've, I've seen as, as connected to Bible verses. Yeah. And one of the things that I'm trying to show people is like, we don't have to deny any of the beautiful, holy text out. I'm not denying anything. I'm just saying maybe we don't have all the pieces of the puzzle and maybe yeah. the pieces of the puzzle are in other ways of thinking. And mm -hmm. then if we start putting together, we're going to have a much more beautiful picture of this divine puzzle that has been created by the, the mad genius known as God. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know I've had a tumultuous journey myself and that's why I, I know, I right? That spiritual soup and I respect all religions, even as long as there's kindness is my religion, really. But I do. I went through a whole agnostic phase and felt horrible the whole time and came brought my way back. I was like, oh, this does not feel good. Bring me back. Come on, give me a sign. <laughs> well, you know what's so funny, Carol's it, like you would think that, okay, how did I come up with the word myrony? So myrony actually was when I used to be in car sales. I used to sell Jaguars and people would say, how do you say your last name? And I would say, it's like ironic with an M. And then to be a cute, you know, little sales pitch, I'd be like, I got a, I have a lot of irony in my life and they get a little chuckle. And then I recognize, I'll, I don't remember what the date was, but I'll never forget the day that I, it hit me. And I was like, oh, my irony, my irony, universal word for everybody for these crazy signs that I've been seeing for years. <laughs> <laughs> the retrospective. I love it. <laughs> That's how Myrony actually, how I came up with the word. That's really cool. I just love how all these, like, they really are Myronies. The just looking at the connection. And I remember re reading or listening about how 2009, everything fell apart for you. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> you know, right? like, oh, look at that parallel. On and on and on. It's really, it's really cool. Um, and I love, I love the, when I see pictures of you and your, and in your hubby, like you guys are such sweet soulmates. Like, it's just, it's beautiful. It's really not saying that relationships are always easy, but no. when you have that soulmate <laughs> connection and for any of the listeners, you want to hear, read a beautiful book about soulmates. It's called only love is real. And this is also by Dr. Brian Weiss. And I'm a huge supporter of Dr. Brian Weiss because he was actually an agnostic psychiatrist who risked his entire career back in the 80s to write this one book. And when you discover 
how he how he discovered his spirituality through this but what's so powerful is that he's writing it from a psychiatric way of looking at it just on a deeper soul level and i think that's so many things that it's that old adage curiosity killed the cat satisfaction brought it back we want to know why we go through these things and that is actually what was what drove me to, that is what stopped me from killing myself was once I realized that my higher self chose this, I was like, what made my higher, why did I choose this crazy life? That what is the reason behind it? And so it was that whole curiosity killed the cat. I need to get the satisfaction and bring it back because right. I was like, I am not going to give up until I have a greater understanding. Yeah, and now you're helping people on a big level, which is awesome. Super. Well, you know, and also, I mean, for those when people are like, well, what are your credentials? And I like to say life, what better person to help somebody pull themselves out of depression and suicide than someone who literally is, is, is there. And I, um, I mean, it, it, it's heartbreaking because just this past fall, I lost my 14 year old nephew to suicide. Oh man, that's awful. Yeah. And it breaks my heart. And I hope that, I hope I never hear another story of suicide. I hope that, you know, I mean, I plan on creating a foundation for him in the future. And it's just, I don't want to see people in pain. No, I, I am happy to have taken that pain if I can stop other people's pain. Yeah. And so I just want listeners to know also you, I mean, the book that saved my life and again, Brian Weiss, I, I need to like get like royalties or something. <laughs> That's good. But, um, his book is called Same Soul, Many Bodies. And the last chapter actually talks about suicide. And that's what saved me from suicide after this experience that I had with this 24 hours, I like to say 24 hours with God experience. Mm-hmm. I was suicidal. That happened in May of 2015. And then October of 2015, I was, I was even more dangerously close to killing myself than when I actually tried to kill myself. My mindset was so bad. Nothing was going to stop me. And then I was guided to read this book and that's what saved me. And so anybody listening, you, you know, when you're going through that, when you are in that dark, dark tunnel, just know you can yell at your higher self, be like, why are you such a masochist to me? Why are you so mean to me? There's a reason. There's a reason why we're going through it. Your higher selves are trying to get you to a greater level of understanding. I believe that greater level of understanding is understanding God, universe, source, whatever you want to say, just something greater than ourselves. But we have to take the responsibility because once we take the responsibility that we are responsible on a soul level for everything that happens in our life, then we are no longer a victim. Then yes. we have all the power and then we literally become limitless in whatever it is that we choose to create for our futures. Awesome. 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 It's interesting. I need to rewind back when you mentioned what are my credentials? Well, it's ironic because I do, I teach at a university. You do you to- want to say myronic or ironic? No. <laughs> yeah, myronic. Yes, yes, super myronic. Yeah, I, I believe that passion and passion and compassion can make up heaps for letters behind your name. And you are a living testimony to that. I interviewed somebody last week. Same thing. He was self-taught and his, his productions are amazing. And I really do think passion and compassion really can trump the 
whole idea that you need those letters behind your name and that kind of thing. Oh, absolutely. And you know, it's also, I think uh, one of the things I'm also trying to show people is a side of compassion. When we can look from a place of compassion of on every level, rather than judgment of people, we never know what other people have gone through. Right. And if we can start looking at someone who even as an adult is acting like a, say a three-year-old, are you going to get mad at a three-year-old because they're basically having, you know, a little, a massive temper tantrum. And when we look at violence and we look at that sort of thing, isn't that kind of a sole way of looking at a massive temper tantrum mm -hmm. that you just don't know why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. But then usually it comes from some place of fear. It comes from something that happened in their life that caused them to be that way. That is how we can look from a place of compassion versus a place of judgment. And if we can really start looking at just from the two sides of the coin of love and fear and everything else is in between, yeah, that's how we can actually start being from that place of compassion. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I was wondering also, even though I, you've been a little more focused than a lot of my other guests, a lot of us, we're like, oh, here we are doing this, that, and that, all in the same day. <laughs> yes, you know, I'll teach economics, let me take some spreadsheet, let me do this, then there, that, I have a piano student. But there's also value in getting the singularly focused person in the moment, you can be that way as well. And what would you advise listeners going forward pursuing their dreams, whether they have multiple gifts or that they are maybe singularly focused? What would you say to that? Well, you know, it's funny because I've had so many stepping stone careers. My degrees in hotel restaurant management, you know, I was a restaurant owner. And then after I got like chewed up and spit out with all that, you know, I did corporate restaurant management after my restaurant closed. I was like, I need a change. And it was really funny. It's all thanks to Myrony that this happened, that someone had just mentioned about me going into car sales. And then I meet this person totally by chance who ends up being a finance manager for a dealership. And I was just like, well, I asked for a change. So that's how I got into car sales. And then I had another opportunity where I became an insurance agent. You know, I, I'm a realtor. Those were all my stepping stones because I believe I'm finally being able to step into the place of my true passion, which is to help people. So to answer that question, really listen to what your passion is. Sit with your heart and your soul. Sometimes when we have our little hamster wheel of our brain trying to pick out the answers, if you really want to become, love the the terms uh, soulpreneurs, I love, uh, let's give a little Shout out to Damian Nordman of he, he likes to call them Dharma preneurs, right, you know, right. looking from that place of, you know, what is it that is your passion that drives you that is not going to be work. Now, if you want to work, great, but at the same time, sometimes you have to have these stepping stones because mm -hmm. you haven't connected with who you're meant to connect with to be then doing the work that you ultimately want to be doing. But I actually just, um, it's funny, I just did an interview. I'll have to get, I'll have to get you two connected. Her name is Kenya Gibson. She's actually, she goes by Coach Kenya and she's with iHeartRadio and she's amazing. And at five years old, she knew she was going to be in radio. She knew all these things at five years old. And I do believe that we're given some, some of us were kind of given this insight. You look at like the major you know, actors and actresses and they knew. I guess the biggest thing is that if you know something, just 
keep moving forward. And one of the most powerful things I ever learned was in the book Conversations with God, where by Neil Donald Walsh, where this was the concept of manifestation. And it was, if you truly want something, if you truly want to understand manifestation, you need to act and not think. And as soon as you think you've killed the act. So Mm -hmm. what I would say to your listeners is really trust your inner knowing, really trust those gut intuitions Mm -hmm. and do not think, just act because I believe you will not be guided wrong. And I believe just to go back, we're going to go back to the connection of 820, which is your anniversary, this beautiful channeled message of one foot leads straight, the other is misguided. Both are necessary and will always be present. Make sure to follow the straight foot because it's the fastest path to your destiny. I believe when we sit with our heart and our soul, that is our straight foot. And that is how we get to where we want to get to. Nice. Very nice. Any last words of wisdom before I can ask you, where can they get a hold of you and all of those wonderful (laughs) things at the end of the show? Well, you know, those last words of insight that I just shared, um, I think think that's a good place to end. If people want to... (laughs) people want to hear more of my story again if they go to my or my podcast that's my Rene, you get to hear discover mm-hmm. my Rene, your inner superpower and i want to know what other people's superpowers are but to connect with me i'm on all uh, social media it's pretty easy to find me i know you're going to have it in the show notes but just alicia myronic or uh, or that's my Rene, you'll find me on instagram Facebook, LinkedIn, you name it, I'm around. And also, if you're interested in doing, I call them intuitive soul sessions, I actually, uh, if you go to my, um, that's myrony.com, I have a page that's called My Myrony Mentoring, and you can sign up and do a 30-minute intuitive soul session with me. I'd love cool. to connect that way. That's a nice gift. And then just let me know that you heard this on, on this podcast. Awesome. Perfect. 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 Well, it's been wonderful having you here and Chandler. It's really, uh, this is what my favorite labor of love part about this is having conversations like this. Oh, it's been my my pleasure and my absolute honor. And I'm so excited because I love your podcast. I love what you're doing and the guests that you've been bringing on and I just, I just love collaborating. It's so much fun, this little podcasting world, isn't it? It really is. I know, because you can get really lonely when, especially as you start thinking in different ways and, and not everybody in the mainstream thinks that way. <laughs> so right. a little tribe to, to feel safe. And that's what I'm trying to do here with this podcast to make people feel safe. And, and whatever doesn't resonate, they don't have to resonate with it. Exactly. That's one of the, you know, that's another really great point. If we're going to finish off with something is listen to what resonates in your heart and your soul. You don't have to take everything just wholly as face value. Mm -hmm. I I really do believe God's so brilliant. It's like, I'm going to give this bit of wisdom, this bit of wisdom, this bit of wisdom. You know, even looking at Aboriginal and Native American and just looking at why would we think that God wouldn't give this idea of love and compassion to everyone? But maybe there's a piece taken out of each one. And that's all we got to do is just put it together. So sit and listen with your heart and your soul. And I truly believe that is our best guiding light. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Well, thank you so much. And I hope you have a fabulous rest of your day. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you, Carol. This has been so much fun. And again, I can't wait to have you on my podcast next. (laughs) Looking forward to it. All right. Take care. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to Managing Your Multi-Passionate Life with Carol Dixon Carr. If you'd like to continue the conversation on these topics, head on over to the free Managing Your Multi-Passionate Life Facebook group. You can find the link in the show notes along with other resources. And if any of Carol's words resonate with you, feel free to subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with someone you think can benefit from it. Until next time, 